cow is a wonderful animal. There's milk, butter, and cheese. The cow is a wonderful animal. For the finest dairy products, won't you call us, please? The cow is a wonderful animal. Yes, that familiar theme music warns you that it's time once again for the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, to start things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. Because to you who, the social outcast, yes, you who are rejected, he wants you, he needs you, he loves you. Here comes the Spud Man, it goes down easy. Here comes the Spud Man. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world wide web. It's Spud Goodman. All right, greetings. I am Spud Goodman. Welcome to the show that, after many hours of focus group testing years ago, many. was named after me, which in my opinion was the right call. You know, I might be a little biased, but and the second choice was The Tonight Show, but we didn't have the budget to fight that battle. I hope at the conclusion of this episode, though, you will look back and say, wow, that was sure worth my time, you know? Anyway, that's my hope. With me, as always, is my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter. I really thought that we should not have caved after getting that cease and desist order when yeah. we were about to start the cable right. TV show. Not that the Spud Goodman Show is not a great t- show title, but geez, if, if we went with The Tonight Show or my idea, The Tonight's Show, we could be huge right now. You know, people would stumble on us by mistake and never Maybe go not. back to the other Tonight Show. Too late now, I guess, to whine about it. Okay, you know, I would say a couple decades have passed, so we should move on. You know, I cannot avoid asking you about this little pet you brought with you to the studio tonight. Jeff? Uh, We don't have a rule against this, but maybe we should have a pet chicken. I didn't want to bring Jeff with me, but my mom hates him, so I couldn't leave him at my parents while I do the show. Why? He, he's kind of rambunctious. You, know? you, uh, you, you like think? to explore Marcus' territory. Like yesterday, he got into the closet and pooped on my dad's bowling ball. It's still in the bag, but he's really pissed at Jeff and me. Is too. he going to poop around here? This is a small studio. It's going to reek. Can't you like put him on a leash and put him outside till we're done here? No one's going to steal him. He would freak out it's if I left him chicken. outside. He'd he just freak out. He, he's totally attached to me now. We bonded, and unless you want to hear him make those really high-pitched sounds while he's tied up outside the studio during no, the rest of the show, I, no, do no, that. no. But if, if no. he wants to, he, he can get no. really loud. Okay, we already have enough issues with the neighbors around here after the last few bands we've had on. You know, like like you know the one my mom manages was on. That comes to mind. A couple weeks ago, Cody Foster Army. I mean, they're great, but they almost got us arrested for disturbing the peace. Man, that band is loud. Yeah. Uh, okay, if you can keep Jeff under control here, then right. then we'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. If he starts to act up, mm-hmm. then you're gonna have to leave and take him back to your parents' house. Chick spare the rod and spoil the child. Might be a wise idea, but he can't let a not housebroken chicken just run wild. If he poops on Spud, watch out. 
as I don't think his reaction will be at all mild. And it won't either. <laughs> like I said, that would not be a good idea, so I will make sure he's quiet. Um, Do you hear this, Jeff? Be quiet, okay? Can, can I ask okay, how you got a chicken. chicken in the first you're place? Good you live in the city! Well, I was visiting my uncle AJ. He has a small farm out in the country near Mount Rainier, Ashford area. When I drove up and got out of the car, Jeff walks right up to me. We just hit it off. Right before I was going to leave, after this big fried chicken dinner my aunt prepared, she makes the best. They just said, come back up next week as Jeff was next up. Next up for what? Yes, yes, yes. Don't shh, shh, shh. Jeff's right there. Next up for, you know, D-I-N-N-E-R. That upset me so much on the drive home. All I could think of was Jeff and the fun we had together. So as soon as I got in the door of my parents' house, I called my uncle Can and begged Can you speed this up? It's really dragging. I'm The next morning, I drove back up, and the two of us have been together ever since. It's been pretty cool having a pet chicken. I am in hopes he learns to use a litter box. So. Seriously. Okay, I think I've heard enough about your chicken. Let's get this show going. How about some music? Okay, this song uh, was from a group from Seattle led by Lisa Koch and Peggy Platt. Uh, they're called The Spuds. This song was recorded live on my show at KTZZ. This is a few years ago, but here is You Make My Pants Pound. We'd like to do a song right now that's a beautiful love song. This is called You Make My Pants Pound. And I do not approve of it at all. It is trashy and smutty and I do not approve. All right, Mama, that's enough. The night I met you, it was midnight. The drive-up window had a light. I heard your voice come through the speaker. You said, can I take your order? tingling in my body as I drove up to the window like a shot and as you handed me that whopper you touched my hand and smiled and you said careful now it's hot you make my pants pound I must admit it's tingling in my pelvis and this throbbing in my heart You make my pants pound What can I do? And I'm losing all my fluids over you into my special spots Now you've got my panties in a wad This sweating, drooling, panting, oozing feeling It's either chemical or I've seen God I try to speak and sound just like melted tears This infatuation's driving me insane Now my crotch is in a spasm Oh, 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 oh,
Goodman Radio Show. This is Lily Anderson, and I'm listening to the Spud Goodman Show to find out what dumb thing he's going to say next. Spud, 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 guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We got a call. We got a call. Yes, okay, super. <sighs> All right, well, please welcome actors, comedian, writer, and executive producer Whitney Cummings. Thank you for checking in with us tonight, Whitney. Thanks so much for having me. All right, super. Whitney, for a, for a period of time in there in 2011, you maybe led a more hectic and demanding life than the uh, president or even maybe Anderson Cooper. Maybe. Writing and starring <laughs> in your own NBC sitcom, Whitney, while being the head honcho with Michael Patrick King on the CBS series Two Broke Girls, did your personal assistants have personal assistants then? <laughs> I, I I work for them for the most part. I work for my assistant, so that's probably me. Um, you know, I, yeah, a healthy dose of uh, fear and coffee is what got me through that. All right, super. Well, when you got word uh, that you got the green light for two network shows, what was that feeling like? Because in, in Hollywood, you know, it's pretty much like, uh, I don't know, you have a better chance of winning the Powerball lottery, right? Yeah, it's, you know, I think that the universe kind of conspired, uh, you know, all these stars aligned and lightning struck so many times, you know, for that to work. But yeah, I think it was just sort of in terms of the um, TV landscape and the environment, you know, like women, people all of a sudden thought women were funny, which was good news for me. You know, bridesmaids had just done really well, you know, so, you know, a lot of female comedians were getting big, Chelsea Handler, and um, so... Uh, you know, I think it just helped, and, and it just was right place at the right time, and, uh, you know, New Girl was coming on, and Mindy Kaling, and, you know, all of a sudden women were, were kind of being embraced, so it was cool. Super. Do you have Whitney's cell phone number? No, and if I did, I'd go to my grave with it. That's classified information. I just wanted to text her later and say what a big fan I am of hers. Dude, we want to have her back on the show sometime, so keep your inner Rupert Pupkin in check, Okay. I must ask, as a former good Catholic girl, did you did you participate in some Santeria ritual or something to make that happen? Because, man, everything just did line up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it did. Um, uh, you know, I. That's when you kind of realize that you're religious when you start just running out of ideas and have so much fear. You start praying. So I think I was like, oh, please, God, get me through this. So maybe that, that kicked in right. when it all went down. Did you have nuns? Because I was, I went to Catholic schools too, and I still have nun nightmares. I, you know, my nuns were like, yeah, pretty nasty when I think about it. But I was a jerk too back then, so I think that they kind of had to be. I'm sure they would have been nice if I wasn't being such a, you know, idiot. I don't know. Right. Super. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're they're very sexually frustrated people. So aren't we all? I. I <laughs> Feel for them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you're now heading up the CBS series these days as it will debut on October 27th, uh, correct? Uh, two Broke Girls, yes, sir. Okay. Do, do you find the network standard and practices people to be a real pain in the ass as you try to compete with cable programming? Because you got to have to play with You like know, 
I dealt with that on NBC, but CBS lets us do pretty much whatever I want. If you've seen Two Broke Girls, you know, we're really allowed to, you know, push the envelope and be edgy. And I'm actually shocked at some of the stuff that, that they let us say, you know. So I think now network TV has to compete with cable and the Internet and all these kind of really edgy things that are on. So I think that uh, everyone's having to loosen up a little bit about that. Okay, super. That's well, a good thing. How about a little uh, small bit of This Is Your Life, Whitney Cummings? A- after graduating from the University of Pennsylvania, magna cum laude, and I- I'm guessing that's a good thing, right? Um, you- that is a good <laughs> from what I understand. Yeah. You got your start in TV working on the old MTV series Punked in 2004. Did they ever punk you just for practice? No, I don't think I'm famous enough. I'm actually pretty insulted about it. Um, you know, I keep, like, ever since I sort of got a TV show and stuff, every time something bad happens, I'm like, oh, maybe they're punking me, but it hasn't happened yet, and it really has hurt my feelings. All right, super. Well, you then jumped into uh, stand-up, and not long after, you were named a numerous list. Now, this is this is uh, factual. It's on the Internet, so it's obviously factual. Um, you're obviously on, true. Yeah, you're on a ton of lists of rising comedians to watch. So here's my question. Um, as a woman, did you face, like, some challenges that, say, Jeff Ross or Anthony Jeselnik uh, never had to deal with? Was, was different playing? Uh, I think the main challenge I faced was having to spend more time in hair and makeup. <laughs> I mean, that's really the annoying thing about being a girl is you always have to get everywhere two hours earlier, any job to get your hair and makeup done. Um, Write that down, Chip. So that's always annoying to me. And I think in terms of the roasts and stuff, the, the challenge that's uniquely female is that People tend to attack your appearance and a little more in your age, you know? Um, you know, Sarah Silverman and I have gone through that, and, and Lisa Lampanelli, too. It's like you can't really win. It's like when you're fat, they make fun of you for being fat. If you're thin, they say you're too thin. If you're young, you look old. I mean, it's just it's a lot of appearance-based jokes, but the good news for me is that I'm a sociopath, and nothing hurts my feelings. Wow, and that helps, huh? Me- it helps. It comes in very handy. Not so much in your love life, but in your work life. <laughs> Write that down. Maybe we can learn how to be a sociopath. I'm going to go to the library and get the How to Be a Sociopath book. All right, book. super. Um, so, yeah. what does Whitney Cummings do when there's uh, actually some downtime, if there ever is? Uh, a book club, ultra marathons, anything interesting? Uh, I'm not that interesting. I'm kind of a boring person. I'm working on another hour special, so I go out at night and usually do stand-up. I have a dog that I'm kind of obsessed with, so I take photos of her pretty much all day and just clog up the iCloud with pictures of her. Um, and uh, Watch out for that iCloud. Kind of all I- Watch out for that iCloud. Just a warning. Just a, just a tip. I know. I, they have, there's no pictures of me, and I'm super. I'm feeling very left out and insulted. Um, I'm worried they looked at my iCloud pictures and were like, oh, these are too weird. No, I don't think so on that one. They must not have gotten to it yet. Uh, but anyway, I don't yeah. even know if that's a good career move or not to, to take them down or not. I'd have to think about that. But anyway. I think it kind of is. I mean, every girl who's had slutty photos or sex tapes out like gets super famous and rich. So I think it usually... Although it's a terrible thing, like it usually ends up working out fine for people. Yeah, well, that's kind of that's something I was gonna actually broach with you because you had your own talk show on the E Channel last year, and we recently had Chris Franjola from Chelsea Handler's show on, and he said the only note they ever got from the suits there was "Don't mention the Kim Kardashian sex tape." Did you get that same memo when you were on? Yeah, I didn't mention my sex tape either. Um, yeah, that's the one thing, you know, that, that's that's off limits. I mean, I don't mention it, just her sex tape, just because uh, I'm a fan. I have nothing mean to say about it. Um, 
But I'm, yeah, he, he was very protective over it. I don't I don't quite get it because that's like the Seattle Seahawks saying, don't mention winning the Super Bowl because that, that lame-ass video probably tripled the net worth of a ton of people in Hollywood. I, I, yeah, it's more, of a, it's a more of a Kim thing. Kim decided that she's a legitimate talent after becoming famous off of being a slut. So it's just, it's more that, All right, <laughs> frankly. Super. That's off the record. That won't go any further. All right, super. Um, what's been your most memorable moment to this point as Whitney Cummings? Uh, and you can speak in the third person if you want because you've earned it. Oh, wow. As Whitney Cummings. Um, that sounds so formal. And um, uh, I, I, you know, it's every day is, you know, being a comedian, I, I just want to be a comedian. That's all I really wanted. Um, and so every day I get to kind of go to the comedy store, or go to a comedy club or do a tour like this oddball tour and sort of be able to work alongside my heroes. So that that really is all. I could ever want, you know, doing a tour with Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman and Mark Maron and all these people that I've looked up to for so long. I mean, that to me is is kind of the most memorable thing. You know, I've got to meet a lot of amazing people and do a lot of amazing things, but when I'm able to be like, whoa, I'm on the same lineup as these legends, you know, that that's really, I think, when everything kind of sinks in and I just get kind of overwhelmed by gratitude, frankly. Okay, well, so, so ask her if she has an autographed picture. I know you normally won't allow it, but I sort of have what? a crush on her. Ew, that's sick. You're not allowed to drool over our guests. Thank God she didn't come into the studio tonight. Get a grip on yourself, man. Well, then how about something that she would just throw away, like toenail clippings? You know I've been buying celebrity toenail clippings off of eBay. Donnie Moe's toenail clippings came just the other day. Look, you stepped over the line now. Okay, well, in terms of the Whitney fans out there, what, uh, what can they look forward to seeing? Is there something in the can, as they say? Is there something coming up down the road? Yeah, I'm working on movies at the moment, which take much longer to get on than uh, than television. So I wrote two movies this year. You know, I just did a special that aired. Um, it's on iTunes now. It's called I Love You, um, which was my last hour of stand-up. And then I'm working on another hour, and I get to continue to, to tour. So I'll uh, be going around this great country of ours. Wow, super. All right, well, we want to thank you so much for calling in tonight. Uh, I hope we can talk again. Ladies and gentlemen, Whitney Cummings. <laughs> not even on but you think you're on the team you'll be like yeah last night I guess we just didn't score enough last night I guess we just didn't play enough defense we the Redskins don't need you okay that's like me watching Grey's Anatomy in scrubs For a genuine musical treat, tune in to the Spud Goodman Show, radio's famous program that takes you on a magic carpet of melody to a world of beauty. All right, it's musical guest interview time. Please say hello to Rocket Surgery. Before we begin, though, please identify, identify yourselves and uh, your instrument of choice, please. Jack and Dino playing bass. That'd be Scott playing drums. Frankie playing guitar and singing. Allison on guitar and singing. Super. All right. We got that done. Um, so what was the official uh, time of birth for a rocket surgery? Was it an easy delivery or was it a bit painful at times? Hmm. 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 Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, it's, it's, it's I'm professional. Came up, Scott? It's, it's not. It's very unofficial. Uh, it sort of came about after a breakup of another band. And uh, s slowly the pieces kind of formed together since we all kind of live in the same neighborhood. 
And lo and behold, I think Frankie was the glue on this one. All right. Uh, but uh, you know what? We've been around for a couple of years. Well, that's what leads me into my next question. Can I get the for dummies version of what the you know what bands each of you have been in prior to and are now in addition to Rocket Surgery? Scott, you go Jack first. and I have been in too many bands together. Yeah, we were in Skinyard about 25 years ago. <laughs> and, Scott, uh, great I, band, great band. And I believe I have played or, or I played on the Spud Goodman show sometime back in the 80s with Capping Day. Uh, yeah, before the turn of the century right. for sure. Yes. Yeah, and, I'm uh, in in Dino's Earthworm now. Yes. I used to be in Upwell. I was in Wellwater Conspiracy. I was in the ones with Terry Lee Hale. It just Oh, yeah, I had Terry you, Lee you on get, a couple. Yeah, he's, he's that great. Was, that was before Skinyard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. After Al- Skinyard. Allison and Scott and I used to be in a band called Slippage. Okay. Right. Super. Frankie was in Super. a band that I. Re- what was the name of the band you were in for a while? Milk Maiden's Crawl. Was there it is. Milk Maiden's Crawl. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Well, let me go to this, Mr. Indino, as the godfather of the Seattle sound of grunge, a guy who has produced over 400 records. You know, I've worked with. You've worked with pretty much everybody, among others, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Mudhoney, Tad, etc. Do you look back and ever second guess yourself and say, "Man, maybe I should have gone like heavy with the synthesizer on, you know, Nirvana's Bleach, or maybe put in a big harpsichord harpsichord part on like the Mudhoney Superfuzz record?" You know, I mean, are you the type of guy who puts the project behind you right after you're done, or, or do you move on to the next record, like maybe Sam Phillips? was at the heyday of Sun Records. I don't really second guess that stuff that I did. All right, that's you know, for the record. What I second guess is that one of my best friends from high school started working for Microsoft in 1981. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, well. I think there's a few people in Seattle that share that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that feeling, yeah. Right. They'll never be any. All right. But hey, I made 400 records. That's right. <laughs> and you had more fun. Yeah. All right, well, I'm pumped to hear Rocket Surgery. What is the name of the first song you guys are going to do? Firefly. Firefly Incredible. Well, let's let's hear it. I'm I'm pumped. <laughs> Think we're ready? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat>
programming you here on NWCZ Radio, please take a moment to contribute to NWCZ's Kickstarter campaign to purchase new studio equipment. You won't get a coffee cup, or a DVD set, or even a chance to have lunch with Chick Hunter, but you will have the satisfaction of supporting real grassroots internet broadcasting in the Pacific Northwest. Any contribution is welcome. A dollar is as welcome as a C-note. So go to NWCZRadio.com and click the Kickstarter link and help us reach our new equipment goal. Thank you. Spud, it sounds really weird to say, but your mom's on the phone. Is my mom, I can't even, is my mom not on the phone? Maybe she's already gone, I don't need, is she there? Because the I, you have if she's not there, that's no problem, I can move on the show because I'm running behind. 
Hold on, Safola. Is she there? Okay, so let's move on then. Uh, okay, let's so move Spud, on. Let's not. Spud, I, I think Jeff is hungry. Uh, well, uh, no, no, no I, I, he, he can throw him something. I don't okay. care. Right now, it's time for the clip of the week segment. Uh, I'm pretty sure just about everyone with either cable TV or an internet connection saw or heard this clip we have tonight. It stems from the musings of uh, Fox News's two male cast members of the sitcom The Five that airs weekdays. The actors are Eric Bowling, a former stockbroker, and, and now well into a, a second career as a comedian slash actor, and also the great libertarian humorist Greg Gutfeld, whose last book, uh, titled The Joy of Hate, sold sold plenty while on his book tour below the Mason-Dixon line. Fun just to say his name. They often uh, try to uh, top the rantings of, of, say, Michael Richards or former baseball player, now reality show contestant on Survivor John Rocker in their daily banter Gut but this film. time they're taking multiple rounds of return fire as more than fox nation citizens heard this one just for fun let's hear it again one more time hey isis <laughs> you were bombed by a woman bombed by a woman oh yeah the first female pilot piloting pilot piloting pilot piloting for the uae there she was, leading the strikes. That's so hot. Dropped the bombs on ISIS on Monday night. This is really incredible. Her nickname, per Jennifer Griffin, Lady Liberty. Baby. There you go. The problem is, after she bombed it, she didn't. She couldn't park it. After she bombed it, she didn't. She couldn't park it. After she bombed it, she didn't. She couldn't. She didn't. She couldn't. She didn't. She couldn't park it. Seriously. Did you really would have that, to ruin my? Would, I salute her. That's ridiculous. Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered? Boobs on the ground, boobs on the ground, or no? Boobs, 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 boobs on the ground, or no? Seriously. Oh my God. What kind of salute Jesus. would you salute Why her, Greg? Would you give her a firm? Did you just say what I thought? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Boobs on the ground, boobs, 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 boobs on the ground, or no? Now, here's Spud and Chick. Okay, but I gotta go outside right now because I think. Jeff's well, fine. Hungry. Do you have any more of those red vines you're eating before we went on the air? No, I ate them all. I, I didn't know I needed to share with a chicken. Besides, Hello, you haven't. I think like red dye number forty would kill a bird. No, no. I read some article that red dye number forty only kills humans and rats. So, do you have any more corn nuts? Then I, I think he'd flip from no. them. So I could probably use. Corn I ate those too. For behavior modification program on you know to help them learn to be courteous and not poop on my dad's stuff around the house and the studio who wants to work in a place with chicken crap all around you better keep your eye on him i mean this uh, that would not be cool i give you my word that that will not happen better I, not. I let him take a walk before he came into the studio and he did his business outside okay so, so do you think i could maybe send an intern to the 7-eleven up the street just to pick up some gatorade and maybe a snack for jeff well what about me well, you could go are, are my needs irrelevant here oh you know, before you got that stupid chicken, you were focused on my needs. I don't like where this is going here. I, you know, I've read those articles about husbands who have to deal with, the, you know, their needs being ignored once a kid comes into the picture. It can be quite demoralizing to the male ego. I mean, I'm not really equating a pet chicken to a newborn baby in the home. Oh, good. But there are some striking similarities, if you ask me. But don't despair being ignored For someone who needs more attention Should not upset your ego, man 
I mean, not everyone in your life is going to treat you like they're your biggest fan. Spud, I promise Jeff will not come between us. He's just my pet. Now, don't you worry, Spud. I will always be there for you. Who knows? Maybe the, well, maybe the three of us could do something together, huh? Uh, what? What's uh, that, Jeff? Uh, Jeff, what's the matter? I don't think so. You know, hey, look, look at him. He clearly hates my guts. It's obvious. If we're still doing our old cable TV show instead of this radio program, everyone could actually see this right now and pick up on, on, on the vibe. You know, look, look at his body language. Huh. It, it, it's okay. Fine. I can handle it. I need to get back to the show, so no big deal. Well, I think Jeff has trust issues. It's possible he'll overcome them and learn to like you. Here, do you want to pet him? No. No, go on. Go no, on, go on, go on. I will pass on that. Head. I am not a chicken guy, okay? And, and you think he can't pick up on that? Animals have a sixth sense about these well, things. Well, first of all, he's not an animal. He's foul. And I, I don't think okay. they have the ability to determine who is okay and who's a dick. Oh, yes, he all does. Right? They're just too stupid for that. Uh, I could not disagree more, but Maybe you should change the subject. He didn't mean that, Jeff. He didn't. Yeah, no, yeah, he didn't. I did mean that. Okay, let's let's get back to the actual show. Can, can you check and see who's holding on the line for me? I hope my, my mother is not there because she already killed like two minutes of dead air. No, is anybody I, on the line I, for I, me? I think it's Accordion Joe. So, so, yeah. Accordion Joe, huh? Accordion Joe. Well, funny, oh, well, you hey, take it? funny you mention Accordion Joe. Um, did anyone here in the studio read the Spokane newspaper like two uh, days ago read? and saw the story and video about him? Put him on. Not very, you know, not very often someone from this show makes the news, you know? I don't read the newspapers, but you know that. Ever since fourth grade, my teacher made us read the, the weekly reader. Oh, I just rebelled. Yeah. W was there a picture of him, too? Why, well, yes, there was, actually. Cool. But he wasn't in his Elvis costume and his wig. I was kind of bummed him. about that. But they had a link to a video, someone at the paper shot of the song he wrote. Uh, just put him on. He can explain it. Wow. This is the first time I can remember on? you is actually wanted to can, talk to him on the show. Well, yeah, well, hey. Are you, Joe, are you there? I can't hear your usual open mouth breathing going. Are you there? Why, why yes, I am here. Uh, so you read that article you. in the Spokane Spokesman Review, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting some good video about that. That's and, so uh, But anyway, yeah, that, uh, that's pretty good. I, I'm you glad, you, shout, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, you can uh -huh. turn, it, turn it down a little bit. You're breaking my ears. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, you know, I wouldn't get too carried away. The article was in the Spokane newspaper. It's not exactly the yeah. New York Times or Washington Post. So anyway, you wrote this song that was described in the article as being kind of controversial. I don't know for Spokane or whatever. What, what's the name of it? That's called Weed Stoner Land. What? And everyone knows Washington was the. Uh, second state in the country to make marijuana legal for adults. Those of us who can't. That's so hot. Was, I, was a, I was a no-brainer. I mean, anyway, I wrote this song, and it created quite a buzz, you know? Uh, hey, please, no puns, huh? on, no puns on this show. That's a hard and fast rule here. And, and, and Joe, right. uh, can I ask you, you're, you're what, like 70 years old, and you smoke pot? Yeah, I do it mostly for for the pain. It, it really helps me a lot more than what the doctor gave me. And, wink, and wink. It's just it's just a lot lot better. And it, uh, you know, it's it's. I, I tried, you know, I tried skateboarding, but you know, it really helps with skateboarding. But I leave the big tricks to the to the little kids. Yeah, you're back. You're, you can. You're back boarding again. That's kind of cool. Uh, but, but Joe, are longboard? you yeah, longboarding? Or okay, anyway, uh, yeah, are you? Uh, definitely longboard. You all kidding right. me? All right. Uh, we need all the help we can get. But aren't you worried about becoming a heroin addict? My mom says pot can make you go crazy. I mean, have you ever had a bad trip and found yourself passed out in some opium den? Mm, no, I really can't say it's a habit. Oh. I mean, well, come on, you guys. 
You guys want to hear the song or what? Yeah, but maybe you should toss out a disclaimer to the other 48 states and the rest of the world who may be listening on that web thingy. Like, like without a medical card, it's still illegal everywhere, and they could go to prison for life or worse in at least Texas. Hell no, you can't! Uh, come on, chick. Everybody uh, knows that. Come on, man. I mean, gee, you know what I did? I wrote the governor to change that song to our state song. Huh. All right, fine. So anyway, Just do the damn thing. Is, I'm getting really bored here. Just do the thing. All right, here is Weed Stoner Land. Come on along. We'll be singing our song. Talking and munching and puffing away. Feeling no pain when we're talking again. Happy in Weed Stoner Land. Seriously. If you like fun, then go tell someone about about the meds that eases the pain. Hey, 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 better than booze, and it helps you to snooze. Happy in Weed Stoner Land. Oh, yeah. That's it. You're looking good. Woo! That's it. There we go now. Then go to tell someone about the meds that eases the pain. Hey, 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 better than booze. And it helps you to snooze. Happy in Weed Stoner Land. Happy in Weed Stoner Land. Happy in Weed Stoner Land. Oh, yeah, baby. God, you could have hung Besides up Besides being a fine earlier. gentleman, isn't he a great accordion I mean, player? We can still hang up on the guy. I mean, it's still accordion music. Y- yeah, but if he writes well, a cracks, a long time. If he writes a song about cracks, but I think we need to have an intervention. Yeah, I know. Maybe I can put a call into Dr. Drew. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, right now, I think it's time for... Uh, what do we got? What do we got? I think it's time to do... Yeah, we're going to run this interview. Good, 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 good. Okay, uh, we're gonna, this is a throwback interview I did many years ago with comedian, actor, game show host, and of course, co-owner of the Seattle Sounders soccer team, Mr. Drew Carey. In this era, I remember this well, he was riding quite high with his ABC sitcom, and had just begun a book tour when I sat down with him. What can you say about someone who looks like the guy who changes your oil at Speedy Lube, but has become a massive monster TV star? Okay, maybe he couldn't make Aaron Spelling's starting lineup, but he's doing more than all right. He has a book that's been out for a while that you may want to check out, Dirty Jokes and Beer. Here he is, Drew Carey. All right, Drew, I, I got to tell you before we get going here. Okay. With my show, we don't have a lot of like major musical productions to open the show. I mean, I'm lucky if I get the damn name of the program up on the screen. Are you willing to slum with me for just a second? I'm slumming, baby. I'm all right, with you. all right, let's roll. I love the slum. All right, now I've always dreamed of uh, like having to do my own book signing, but yeah. the problem is I hear like they make you write the book first. That's the bad. That's the drag part. Yeah. <laughs> so when you wrote this book, Dirty Jokes and Beer, did it like cut into the free time? I mean, that must have been a drag. Yeah, I wrote it like uh, I wrote a lot of it like. The first week of May till June 15th, and it was like, and actually to the end of June, and uh, like 14, 12 hours a day, writing, writing, writing. No ghostwriter? No ghostwriter. Did it all that's myself. for the record. We have that on tape. No all ghostwriter. Right, super. I, want, I didn't want to pay the money. No, that's what that's <laughs> yeah. Hey, did the publisher get on you to toss in a few explosive uh, bombshells about the sex life, or did they tell you, like, tone it down? Because I hear they do either one. They wanted to tone it down the dirty words, and they warned me if I put the sex stuff in there, they, they mm-hmm. uh, no, they, they wanted me to tone it down more than anything else. And what'd you say? 
Uh, I toned down a couple things just to, I mean, they were such minor stupid things, mm -hmm. you know, they just made me mad. Mm -hmm. I toned down a few things, but not, it's pretty much exactly the way I wanted it to be. Well, like, I, I wish I could tell you what they asked me to tone down, but I can't because we're on TV. But it's the Spud Goodman show, you can pretty much do anything. Oh really? That's they a sad to, thing. They wanted me to change, they didn't like the word is that right? So, yeah, I changed well, maybe, it to you know, Beaver even Jam. for the Spud Goodman show, I don't know if we can say that, but you know, we there. just did. I changed it to Beaver Jam. All right, and they there were you okay go. With that. All right, yeah. super. Speaking of juice, if this were South Park or Jerry Springer, maybe we could say that word. But with our ratings, no way can I slip in a or even. Is it a lot easier now that you're a big star? I gotta ask you this to meet women, because I've heard that it really helps, you know, the social life to be like really successful. Now, go figure. It does. Is really. that true? Yeah, it's really amazing. It doesn't help you get have sex more, but it, it helps you meet the girls. At least the opportunity to get your toe in the door. Yeah, I mean, you, you get to meet them and say hello and go mm -hmm. on a date and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. everything else, you're pretty much on your own. It's pretty much the same way as it was when I was in high school and college, which is nothing. So yeah. you're still you're still facing a grade at the end of the day. Right. All right, forget yeah. that. Hey, do you have any plans to turn the book into like a TV movie of the week? Maybe have like Tori. Spelling is an escort service girl or something. What do you think? Oh, the uh, poor little escort service yeah. girl with turn the heart of gold. Is this book going to be a movie? Are we going to see it? Uh, no, they could turn. There's some short stories at the end. They can make those into movies, maybe, or a couple of them, maybe, if they could stretch them out. But I don't think the rest of the book really goes. Like the 101 joke, they can't. Some of the stuff you just can't make into a movie. All right, that's for the record. Okay. Hey, Drew, what's your most memorable moment as yourself to this point? What are we talking about? Oh, um, I think this is what this yeah, is. I it. figured out. The Spuddy okay. Goodman show is my most memorable moment. Right. I can't think of a better, more. I, I've always longed to do this. I'd right, buy that, totally. All right, long term goals. <laughs> what are we talking about, long term goals, besides getting out of here and grabbing a beer? What are we looking at? Um, I have no long term goals. I want to keep, keep doing the show, get my contracts up, mm -hmm. make my little money, and then mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe sit around. Mm -hmm. You think I could like sit around with you sometime, too? Yeah, Maybe like take some of your stale food thrown away on the. Uh, obviously, you guys get good food at ABC, right? Great food on the show. Uh, Warner Brothers. It's a Warner Brothers show. And Warner oh. Brothers, we get really good food in the back end. Yeah. I should tell you what food's like in Cable Hill. But that's another topic. There you have it. Bagels. They get a lot of bagels. Bagels. You, you wish. Oh. We're talking Wonder Bread crust. Oh. Anyway, all right. The, the man is Drew Carey. The book is Dirty Jokes and Beer. Check it out. I highly recommend it. All right. Thanks, bud. Candy coated popcorn, peanuts, and a prize. All right, once again, our musical guest, Rocket Surgery, who happened to have a really swell EP out. I highly recommend you pick it up. Here it is. Here is Rocket Surgery.
Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. John Boehner. John Boehner is a colorful guy, always in a blue suit and red tie. He lives in Washington, D.C., says I, where in the winter the sun never says hi, and the homeless behind the White House gates often say, my, oh my. But the Speaker of the House laughs and says, no big deal, because they are all high. No time to worry about them, as he has a tan to get on, or he will cry. John Boehner is colorful, orangey-looking guy, but I hope he will see a dermatologist sometime soon as he is going to die from melanoma. Hello, you can't! We now return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Bud, we yeah. have another call on the horn there. I think they know who it is, but he won't give his name. Well, it's not like we share our callers' names with the NSA. We well, don't? What's this guy's problem? Should we just hang up on him? Well, you know, Cordy and Joe is probably trying to call us back right now. Uh-huh. They tell me he starts dialing a few minutes before we go on the air and keeps it up until we go off the air. I heard he has four phones. E- even if he gets on the show, it doesn't matter. My mom is not even that focused, you know, in, in lust of airtime. Whoever this guy is... Holding, just just put him on. We'll give him a minute or two. What what the hell? Let's go. Hey, hey, hey guys, Jesus. it's me again. You know, hey, I, I thought I would check in with you. Can, and you, maybe can we you take it down a notch, dude? You're breaking my eardrums. This year's NASCAR competition is right now. He's it's excited. never been closer with points leader mm. Joey Logano at the top of the board. But you know, Kyle Busch, he's only six How points behind. How many cups of coffee and Ryan Newman are each only nine points behind. Isn't this the most exciting? Well, what do you wait a minute? Hold on a second. That engine right there, that's an Indy car, right? You guys know that, right? It's that NASCAR guy again, but he hasn't called in quite a while. I wonder why. That's because I banned him. Don't you remember? I don't remember much these days. Hey, hey, car dude. 
The answer is no and no. Who gives a crap about NASCAR? Just because some rich guy buys the fastest car and hires some other guy to drive it doesn't make this a real sport. Spud, Spud has a problem with people who drive fast. He's been the victim of road rage more than once, mostly because he does drive really slow, kind of like a grandma or something. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Really? And why is everyone who's behind the wheel in such a hurry? I just don't get it. You know this weekend is a contender round, and you, I can hardly wait for this. This is the Bank of America 500 at Seriously. the Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is going to be wild, I'm going to tell you. Why would anyone watch a race sponsored by those Bank of America vultures? I mean, they built a government out of billions, and no one in that freaking company went to prison after the meltdown in 08. I'd rather watch ice dancing, man. Oh, now that is, that's really something for Spud to say. You know, ice dancing really makes him yell at the TV. Well, you look, if, if, I think if the two of you could just ever attend an NASCAR race in person, you know, you, you'd be sold on it for the rest of your life. This is nothing. There's nothing in the world. Hey, hey, hey. And ha- having your neck bent one way for like four hours watching these dudes go around in circles over and over and over, I'd rather sniff felt pens all day. And, and, and I don't even actually own a Confederate flag anyway. Well, you know, I could loan you one if you if you actually come to the race with me. Now, think about this. Look, uh-huh. we can all hop in the car. My car will go down and we'll drive to, to the nearest racetrack. It, you know, it might take us a couple of days, but God, how much fun would that be? You know, just, just us guys. What, what do you say? That, that does sound like a blast. I, I don't know about waving a Confederate flag, though. Do you have any, like, German flags? Hey, I'm going to take a pass on that one. Um, long trips make me carsick. Well, what if we flew? I I know someone who works at United, and she can give me deals on, you know, I, if I just talk to her, Look, I'm sure that she no would... means no. Hey, terminate this call with extreme prejudice. Okay, now uh, let's let's take a real brief break while I, uh, you know, I'm refresh my Pepto-Abysmal. Chick, go, go to the fridge and get me a chilled bottle, okay? As you wish. Touchdown every morning, ten times, not just now and then. Give that chicken fat back to the chicken And don't be chicken again No, don't be chicken again Push up every morning Ten times push up Starting low once more on the rise, nuts to the flabby guys. Go, you chicken fat, go away. Go, you chicken fat, go. Good morning, hands on hips, place. Now then, touch your toes with me. Ready, touchdown, up, every morning. down, ten times, not just. Hey, can I can I ask if you're going to clean up around here after the show? Did, did, did you ever consider putting down newspapers on the floor? Uh, what were you thinking? Look over know. there. And over there, too. I, think d- I hope the band doesn't step in it. Uh, I mean, how rude is this for our musical guests? I'm really sorry. You did, did you ever think that chickens cannot be housebroken? I guess I should have brought today's paper with me, you know. My parents are on your side in the housebreaking thing. You know, they say it's not possible. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I have hope. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that opinion is universal. If you keep Jeff in your room, 
He likes uh, th- to That's sleep where with he me. belongs. Build like a little mini chicken coop by your bunk bed. You know, and I, I hope you develop an ability cartons. to shut off your sense of smell, though. Oh, it doesn't smell that bad, Spud. Oh, have, really? You haven't much, spent much time you on the You want to talk to the band over there? Ask the band. You, you Jack, should, can, you, no. can you smell chickens? Huh? Can you smell chickens? No, it's all right. Yeah, see? I told you, you know. You just haven't spent much time nice on farms. Being nice because he's our musical guest. He doesn't want to be check rude. Out the hogs yeah. and okay, I will not. I will not be spending any quality time at a farm anytime soon with you or any chickens or, or wildlife. You are, what are you, Mr. Urban Cowboy? Uh, I... You're not prepared to take care of a farm animal at your parents' oh. house either. Face that. Good luck with this well, one. Spud, can you honestly say Jeff here is not kind of cute? I mean, come on, come on. You know he's pretty fun to have around. Look at him. He's, he's kind of uh, smiling at no, you. No, no, no. He just looks like he wants to peck my band. eyes out before he poops on my writhing body. Oh, he, he would probably he do a victory dance on my head. Look that at him. Might. Look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. Look at him. Seriously, they that chicken evil. is just pretty cocky, and that's no pun intended. I don't trust him for one second, and if I were you, I wouldn't go to sleep with him in, your, in the same room. I mean, who knows what vile things he could do to you in your sleep. I'm willing to take my chances. If you can't trust your pet, then who can you trust? Chick trusting a pet can be disappointing as they can often let you down. Like right now, there's a bunch of severely sad cat owners all over town. So if you unconditionally trust your chicken, Jeff, just be prepared to be wearing a perpetual frown. Hey, don't say I didn't warn you, okay? Yeah, you did. So I need to end this show right now. So just keep that freaking chicken quiet while I do my job and finish the show. Jeff, Jeff, good chicken. Yes, you are a good boy. You need to keep it down till we're off here, okay? Good, Jeff. Good, Jeff. That's it. Good, Jeff. Come here, come here, Jeff. All right. I want to thank uh, our guest tonight. <sighs> and, uh You know, Whitney Cummings, uh, actually Drew Carey, but that was from a few years back. And, of course, our musical guest, Rocket Surgery. So, uh, did you think I should get Jeff fixed, but I, I wonder how much that would cost. I mean, they're only little I, tiny testicles. I have no clue chicken how much a vet would charge to <laughs> neuter a chicken. Ha, Jesus, why don't you Google it? All right, so until they next week, I am Spud Goodman, all right? Be all that you can be, and I mean that. I seriously, from the bottom of my heart. God bless and ciao. Once again, here's rocket surgery. Clouds turning gray, falling down. I think I'll sit here for a while. Life moves so fast, stand still, things keep on spinning, voices of the past keep talking, what are they saying? Turn the light on to feel safe and warm, words in my head of the song.
have just heard a reasonable facsimile of a radio program. If this was not a real radio program, you would have been instructed to go to another website in hopes of finding one. The Spud Goodman Radio Show represents the last line of defense in our ongoing battle to rid the world of generic entertainment. Get involved. Together we can make a difference. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen. Our intern is Trent Botello. And Spud's Greek chorus is the folk singers in hell. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com. And follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of this station, the sponsors, or any other living being except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Northwest music. This is an hour of sterling conversation. This is an hour of analysis of the previous hour of the Spud Goodman Show. This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Welcome, everybody. I'm back. Yes, I am. My name is Lawrence, and I will keep the last name private if that's okay with everybody. Should I'm, be cool, Lawrence. Uh, th- yeah, I'm back here in the Northwest for at least a while. See, now, if any any of you caught me on the show a few weeks ago, you know that I'm on parole from the state of California. Well, I'm very happy to say my parole has been transferred to the state of Washington, and I will be able to take up the generous offer my good friend here, Chick Hunter, to post a Spud Goodman post show report. Chick, I cannot thank you enough. Oh, it's nothing, Lawrence. It's not It's not official yet, anyway. I mean, Spud said we'll just see how it goes first before I make any commitment to a long-term situation. I know he sure doesn't want to co-host the show himself, so as long as you don't screw it up too bad, I mean, it should be okay. Well, my PO in California said that all I have to do is submit that paycheck to my new Washington State PO to verify my employment mm-hmm. here. So you said that I could get that uh, that uh, like a check or something for me at sure. the end of each Easy. show or something. And it wouldn't because if I don't have verification of employment, I might have to go back to Stockton. I really don't want to do that. I, I dig it up here. I enjoy get the out rain. Of Stockton. Yeah, oh yeah, this, this is another, best rain. I like the gloominess too. You got you know? the best rain. See, I, I had three weeks in the whole few times here, so life is good for me right now. Well, well, like I told you, Lawrence, we can't really afford to pay people right now, but but Spud can write you a personal check. How little will they accept? Well, you know, all the conditions of supervision, they, they just say that if I'm gainfully employed, then that's mm-hmm. good. There's, there's not a figure stated, so even if you give me a dollar each show to start uh, out, that should keep them off my back. Spud can afford that, no problem. I will make sure he has it ready for you at the end of the show. Ah, cool, cool. Alright, so right now I, I should probably introduce uh, the panel here. We got uh, Dave on Hello. the soundboard. Hey, Dave. 
And on one, hi, that's our engineer right there. And nice to meet you, Lawrence. Derek, he's here too. And oh, oh yeah, yeah, the the interns. We got Trent and is it Anna? Anna. Yeah, yeah. You have to guess which one's which. Uh, it's Ben wanted me to tell you. Maybe do you want to know if you could share some stories about getting shanked and stuff in the joint. I mean, I won't lie. The only reason he said yes right, to super. this is he read the ratings for that lockup show on MSNBC. It's pretty popular. Yeah, I, I, I do my best. Shanked. But now, now let's let's uh, start off the music portion of this program with a group from Australia, the Chevelles with Betty Page. And then we have a Seattle band that remind, that remains one of the best to come out in this region in the heyday of grunge that gets with Second Skin.
Post Show Report. So I got uh, some questions for our musical guest, uh, Rocket Surgery here. Uh, what was the inspiration to, to form this band you have? Uh, the inspiration for this band? I think band. it was boredom. Actually, Super? We, none of us were playing anything. Well, maybe, Jack, you're playing an earthworm, but I know Allison and Frankie and I were just hanging out. I mean, we lived blocks away from each other. That's true. We weren't. We all had jam rooms, and we all have musical equipment, and nobody was doing anything. And Frankie actually, I think, kicked us in the butt and got us all together. It's true. Really yeah. So. It's true. It's Frankie. I see that. Yes. Thank you, Frankie. You're it welcome. sounds good for, for boredom there. Mm-hmm. So now, now, who are some of the, the bands that influenced you? You guys. Well, I could say, I mean, it'll differ among us, but I would say uh, Soundgarden, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Nirvana. Failure. A failure. <laughs> Super. <laughs> you then, saw him and got the t shirt. That's good. I did. Yeah, I saw a band. I didn't get anything but a headache <laughs> once. Now, uh, now, are any of you on parole? Now, I'm just asking because I want to bone up on Washington DOC. Not currently. I, would, I wasn't going to share it, but, uh, you know, I am. Oh, yeah? Yeah. See, yeah, no, see. All right, super. I know, I knew <laughs> as soon as I saw you. Yeah, 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 I yeah. knew it, yeah. That's it. You guys now, can compare notes. Um, I had to compare <laughs> notes, yeah, because California DOC, I don't know. So it went, now, now, tell me the, the name of the last song you're going to play now, whenever you're ready. It's called Red Box. Red Box. All right, that's rocket surgery with Red Box. You did Come on, 
This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. You're doing great, Lawrence. Uh, thanks a lot, Chick. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so we're going to go to a clip now? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's go to a clip. Now, we... this is a Whitney Cummings clip that we did earlier, right? All right, yeah. Let's, let's see what that clip's all about. Yeah, yeah well, that's, kind of, that's something I was going to actually broach with you because you had your own talk show on the E! Channel last year, and we recently had Chris Frangiola from Chelsea Handler's show on, and he said the only note they ever got from the suits there was, don't mention the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Did you get that same memo when you were on? Yeah, I didn't mention my sex tape either. Um, yeah, that's the one thing, you know, that, that's, that's off limits. I mean, I don't mention it, just, her sex tape just because uh, I'm a fan. I have nothing mean to say about it. Um, but, was, yeah, he, he was very protective over it. I don't, I don't quite get it because that's like the Seattle Seahawks saying, don't mention winning the Super Bowl because that, that lame-ass video probably tripled the net worth of a ton of people in Hollywood. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, more of a, it's a more of a Kim thing. Kim decided that she's a legitimate talent after becoming famous off of being a slut. So it's just it's more that, all right, <laughs> frankly. Super. That's off the record. That won't go any further. All right, super. Um, what's been your most memorable? Uh, yeah, now that reminds me of the time I was in the joint. These guys, they used to try to make these tapes just like that. that really? Made. Like, like the Kardashian one? Yeah, they do that, try to get it around in prison, but nobody wanted to yeah. see that. Derek, what did you think about the interview? You got a take on that? No? Am I, am I on? I'm on. All right, super. Oh, I, thought we were gonna, yeah. I personally hadn't seen the tape, so... Uh, I, I haven't either, so. But... You know, I know that's how they were rocketed to fame, and it's kind of, kind of an illegitimate, yeah, that's Ill- what illegitimate said. fame. Yeah, and she said she had nothing bad to say about her. Then she said, oh, she's kind of a slut." Well, okay, I guess that's a good thing then. It's, it's, you say well, so. You call a spade a spade. So uh, yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could ever watch that tape because it just makes my stomach a little upset. No. Yeah, have some respect. Yeah. All as, right. As long as, as long as we're not going to make a Spud Goodman show sex tape. Well, we're going to have to get back to the music here. So uh, we've got a, a band call, that is uh, led by, by Jack and Dino, the bass player from Rocket Surgery you just heard here and tonight. And, of course, he's the legendary musician and music producer and an engineer of the Seattle Grunge Sound. And I heard he had can cook, working too. Here in every major Northwest band and he had in his studio. Now, this tune from Indio's Earthworm is titled Wasp, following that we had uh, a filthy boy with Jimmy Jammies.
a long time Oh, so long ago Just look at us now Slippers and gowns that we've gotten so old Well, not tonight Forget the robes Let's join up the beds Let me watch you undress And then fold up your clothes And put on your jimmy jimmy The Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Stay tuned for more of the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
Welcome back to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. I'm really sorry you have to do this, this Lawrence, but go ahead. Well, we had know, a mistake there. There, there was kind fault. of a mistake here. And this, I wondered, because it didn't sound like you, Jack. So that that Jimmy Jammies, that's not you? Can you clear that up Yeah, that us? wasp thing. I don't the, know who it was. Yeah, but, it was the one before it. Yeah, the wasp thing right before it. But uh, we don't know who that was, actually. I think one of the interns probably pulled the wrong recording out of the library. It wasn't yeah. Jeff. Jeff didn't do it. No, he didn't. You know, I, yeah, I'll take the fall. I took the fall and did my seven and a half years. Hell you don't no, have you to take can. the fall anymore for that, well, Lawrence. that'd be nice, I tell you. It's just all to good. Have a break you just got to figure out who it is now. Yeah. It isn't me. All right, super. I, I don't want to railroad an innocent man, though, because you just about got railroaded there, it sounds no, like. It wasn't a bad song. Uh, that's true. Credit where credit is due. But thank you for clearing that up for us, Mr. Andino. Yes. Super. It's, it's, it's a pleasure one. to be here. All right, well, looks like we want to get back to some music here. So first, no, actually, what do we got going? We, we got, I think we have a, do we have a call? Is music. There, yeah, okay. somebody on the line. Our, our executive producer's on the line. Okay, Lawrence, I haven't told you about her. Before you take the call, and you do have to take this call for sure, I don't know much about prison other than prison movies, but Laurie Madsen is a lot like the prison warden oh, in Cool Hand Luke or... No, no, more like the Japanese commandant in the Bridge on the River Kwai. You do not want to mess with this lady. I, I don't know if she's listening right now while on hold, but if so, she's a Super. wonderful person and an amazing boss. Just, just take the call quickly, no, Lawrence. I got this okay, chick. I did seven and a half years at Pelican Bay, so I can do this. All right, hello, Miss Madison. You, you're on the air. Who the hell are you anyway? He's now hosting the post show report, Miss Madsen. His name is Lawrence, and Spud offered the job to him. You know, we pride ourselves on our presence in the community, right? Well, yes, yes. we are committed to giving back to the community mm -hmm. if that's what you're asking. Okay, then we just gave back to the community by giving an ex offender a job making him gainfully employed. If we didn't do this, he would be harassing other places of employment around town for a job. The Spud Goodman Show has stepped up and done its civic duty. Lawrence here has paid his debt to society, and he deserves a chance to start over like everybody else. Yes, and Ms. Madsen, or can I call you Lori? No, it's Ms. Madsen. Uh, Ms. Madsen, look, I'm I'm very very grateful for this opportunity to to learn a new trade in the the radio broadcasting business. But good I work, gotta Lawrence, give you work. full disclosure. Yes, I did spend a bit of time locked up in the state of California, and that was then. But I paid my debt to society, and I'm a changed man, and I'm ready for a new lease on life. Starting here at this station. Step back, Chick. Uh, how did an ex-con get on the air here on our show? Is this a joke or another harebrained idea, Spud, to get better ratings? Uh, yeah, better scratch that. He's not that smart. I really need to come down to the station. Jeff, and Jeff, get get out of there, Jeff. Get out of the drum kit. We got, I'm sorry. Everything's under control here, Ms. Madsen. Spud, Spud did a lot of research, and that lockup show that airs on weekends on MSNBC gets really good numbers, you know? So he's like trending that way, like way better than Al Sharpton or that little kid show, the one whose mom is Mia Farrow, I think. I think. All right, super. Well, I, I think Lawrence can really help us here. Jeff, sit. Well, I haven't had an opportunity to research those numbers, and I'm surely well, not going to take the word of Spud Goodman. Okay, just finish for? out tonight's show, and we'll discuss this and other issues at our staff meeting tomorrow. You got it, Ms. Madsen. Oh, and by the way, 
thank you for all your work. Yes, yes, thank you, Ms. Madsen. Now, you can also let me know if you need anything done around your place, because I'm a bit of a handyman I'm sorry as well. about your guitar case. Jeff just doesn't Really? Well, I, um, I do have a few things in my condo that need to be looked at. Super. Um, Lawrence, yeah, why don't you come to the staff meeting and we can discuss it further. All right, we'll do. See you tomorrow, then. You're smooth, Lawrence. I'll tell Spud that he has to come to this meeting. I'll make up something about cupcakes or donuts. You know, he'll be there for sure then, right? Goodbye, Ms. Madsen. Bye. You know, that lady kind of gives me the creeps. Yeah, I understand. She's not that bad, so once you get used to her, once you know her, so... You did handle her well, though. He did. Oh, and she remembered you. your name. Was that's I right? A, that's big Is he smooth place. or what? Well, hopefully that's my foot in the door. Maybe if I go to the condo, that'll help kind of... Super. Know, get me a little further in the oh, door. Oh, God, you don't want to go to her... Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead, go to her condo. Nah, uh, I'm just going to go with what you tell me, Jake. You know, I trust you. It would be good for us if you went to the her condo I pretty harmless I she seems now. pretty harmless to me from yeah. what i can tell well yeah. you know let's get back to some music okay here. all right first up we got the the late band from newport england 60 foot dolls and their song happy shopper then we have ice age with coalition Sing, caught in between the 
All right, super. So now we got uh, time for, we got to do the Spuds Clip of the Week here. Derek, Derek, you have this, right? I do. Uh, So as Spud said in the first hour, this clip has made its way around the internet block a few times by now. Uh, In it is just another prime example of why Fox News uh, can't be taken seriously. Uh, Let's go ahead and roll the clip. ISIS, you were bombed by a woman, bombed by a woman. Oh yeah, the first female pilot, piloting pilot, piloting pilot, piloting for the UAE. There she was, leading the strikes. That's so hot. Dropped the bombs on ISIS on Monday night. This is really incredible. Her nickname, per Jennifer Griffin, Lady Liberty. There you go. Problem is, after she bombed it, she didn't. She couldn't park it. After she bombed it, she didn't. She couldn't park it. After she bombed it, she didn't. She couldn't. She didn't. She couldn't. She didn't. She couldn't park it. Seriously. Did you really have to ruin my? I salute her. That's ridiculous. Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Boobs on the ground or no? Boobs, 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 boobs on the ground. Or no? Seriously. Oh my What oh, kind of salute Jesus. would you salute her, Greg? My thing. Would you right. give her a firm right. Did you just say what I thought you said? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Would that be considered boobs on the ground? Boobs on the ground? Boobs, 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 boobs on the ground or no? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about Fox News, but it just seems like they're always cordling. Super. They, you know? They just keep taking their guns that they love so much and pointing them directly at their feet. Mm. Yeah, it, actually, I used to share a cell block with a guy who anchored on Fox News. Really? I, yeah. I, it just makes me wonder. I just keep shaking my head like, did they really say that? And they they always had that little snicker or something going on. You know, on. And, and the best part about it, and I kind of tuned out because whenever somebody from that station starts talking, I kind of just zone out. But I saw a clip from uh, Jon Stewart earlier, and in that same segment, they were talking about how President Obama needs to respect the men and women who serve the country. and then the By not wearing around. a tan suit? No. But and then turns around and refers to the female pilot as boobs on the ground. Which, by the way, she's in the air, so that's already incorrect. Where do they come up with this stuff? Oh, right, in the, in the bathroom, I think. It, yeah, it sounds like a Fox News double standard. Is that what we're looking at? It's we should those, have some music, things What do you say? You do some music? Yeah, yeah let's do some more Super. Music so first up, we got a band from Los Angeles, California. I'm familiar with that yep. area, Fiddler, and their tune, Cheap Beer. And then we have a band that recently performed on the Spud Goodman radio show. Yes, and they I did. I can attest for them. They're quite talented. That's Shotgun Kitchen and their song, Shotgun. And it sounds like they know their way around the firearms.
is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Do it. Now it sounds like you're up again with the celebrity guest highlight. Yep, final clip of the night. Uh, this one comes from a man who I personally am a big fan of. I'm uh, not Mr. surprised. Mr. Drew Carey, minority owner of the Seattle Sounders FC. Oh, just toss that in. Yeah, I'll just I'll just throw and that. This was before he bought there. the team. Yeah, though. this was before that. So uh, um, in this clip, uh, Spud asked Drew about some of the benefits of being a network TV star. Is it a lot easier now that you're a big star? I got to ask you this to meet women because I've heard that it really helps you know, the social life to be like really successful. Go figure. It does. Is that true? Yeah, it's really amazing. It doesn't help you get, have sex more, but it it helps you meet the girls. At least the opportunity to get your toe in the door. Yeah, I mean, you you get to meet them and say hello and go Mm -hmm. on a date and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. everything else, you're pretty much on your own. It's pretty much the same way as it was when I was in high school and college, which is nothing. So you're still, you're still facing a grade at the end of the day. Right. All right, forget that. Well, meeting them is the hard part, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I, I, I played in a lot of can you get Jeff to like? I'm sorry. Stop I'm sorry about him. I, Jeff, sit. That's what they call him, Jeff. I've been calling him Jim. No, it's Jeff. Yes. Oh, Jeff. I'll remember that. All right. I won't uh, bring him next week. Looks Super. like I got to get uh, back to the music uh, here. Let's do it. Okay. So now, so first we got a guy who performed on the Spud Goodman show a few months back. Uh, that's Chris Orlowski and his tune "Believer." And after that, we have the Night Marchers with all hits. You're doing great, Lawrence. Thank you. Thank you. All right, please welcome our very special musical guest. It's Chris Arlowski. He has a brand new CD out titled Believer. It is very, very good. Check him out now. Wishing for the words to carry on 
Human Thirst Show Report. I think Jeff likes you, Lawrence. Yeah, he likes me a little too much. I, I don't think I'm really crazy about this. Really? Yeah, you know, it's a boundary thing. You know, contact from my history. Super. A little too close contact but, but for me. I just, I should have got a hand though, because then I could have yeah, eggs. It, it, well, yeah, well, he let him lay eggs on your lap and not mine, because he's on my lap now. And I'm, yeah. uh, I'm going to get a little muzzle for his beak. I don't know where to find one though. Uh, because you, I, can, you can find anything online, but you've got to take this thing away. The only place you, I want chicken is in my mouth. But not you think, on my you lap. think we could like, Expend some of his energy if we make him chase Trent around the studio a little bit. <laughs> yeah, get the cameras out. Get, get him tired. We tire him out before for the ride home. That yeah. might work. Tire out Jeff or Derek. Him away or, from me or, here. Well, Trent. both. Trent. Yeah. yeah. It's it's two birds, one stone. Yeah. There's two birds in here? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see two birds well, on my lap. Just the, I, one is bad enough. Dinner is served. Yeah. Oh, okay. hey, listen, guys. Yeah. I got to tell you. Yes, Lawrence. I really, really, really enjoyed my first night on really? the job here. Yeah, to think I was sitting in my cell a year ago, and I was thinking I was probably going to have to do something that I didn't want to do, you know, you know, because I didn't know what a street job was all about or if I could even get one when I got <laughs> but out. But you had skills. Well, now I'm getting skills here on this radio business. I love this. How cool is that? Well, you just needed to find the right path. And there it is. And, you know, if you work in radio these days, you still have to get a real job, too. Oh. I, mean, I have, like, three part-time gigs. Hey, do you want me to see if they need another guy to deliver the paper in the morning? You have to get up at four or so, but it only takes, like, an hour and a half to finish my route. And I'm right, next job. Well, I'm not afraid of, afraid of any work, or hard work, or anything. See, not, can you put in a good word for me, you know? You know I <laughs> Lawrence. Yeah. This is yeah. who you're talking to. You're my, you're my boy. You're there my boy. Go. Yeah. I got a little dough set aside, you know, to last me for a little while, but I need a real paying job, you know, because that's, yeah. I need to start looking at something that pays. Super. Okay. okay. But you don't want to slip up and go back to forge any more artwork, right? Right. Lawrence, those days are behind you, Lawrence. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Every day is a battle. Every day I'm on the outside. One day at a time. Yeah. You know how easy it is for a person like me to knock off like a Jeff Coons or, or something recent from Chuck Close. Oh, Without yeah. thinking. Yeah, Eyes just closed. like yeah, in my sleep I could do it. Super. But see now I have a new career in radio. I think I could put the art forgery part of my life in the past. That makes me feel so good, Lawrence, to know that I have helped you find your new path. But before you do, could you maybe paint something with clowns for my mother? It'd make a great Christmas gift, and she just loves clowns. Oh yeah, I could whip up a Gacy clown print in an hour. So if you want me to do that, you want? Oh, to Lawrence, that would be outstanding. Yeah, I, I super could do that. All right, now panel members here, is there anything that you you all want to add here before we sign off? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I was just going to say it's been a pleasure working with you as always, Lawrence. It's oh. my pleasure, my pleasure, Dave. As it's far nice. as the chicken goes, it's nice to meet you. Your first night on the job. Welcome to the team. And uh, Anna, can you take Jeff outside? I think he wants to go for a walk. Oh, I, he just laid yeah. an egg. Actually, I, I might here. be allergic if I, if, you know, he stays on around one. here. Yeah, on one. Yes, sir. It was good. To, it was good to have you, Lawrence. It was it was nice to meet you, man. And uh, you know, I, I hope I'm not too bad of an influence on you. Oh, likewise, I have to say, oh, super. Well, I'm gonna bid you all to do. We're gonna play one last song. It's a classic from the Northwest legendary band Girl Trouble. Heard and their them? song, Community Creep. And until next week, I'm Lawrence. Y'all have a good night. Under the
Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions, executive producer Lori Madsen, audio engineer on one at the facilities of NWCZ Radio, audio highlights Derek Schneider, our intern is Trent Botello, theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin, copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions, David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.